This podcast is not safe for work and not appropriate for children. Even if you're driving by some kids and you have your windows open and you have the, the show on, roll up the windows or at least turn the volume down. And then maybe look at their look their mother in the eye and be like, my, my bad, didn't mean to do it. Just just trying to have some fun. Just trying to have a little fun in my life. Trying to inject some fun into my fucking life. Anyway, on with the show. We're episode 35. I just want to get one thing out of the way at the very beginning, Gemma. Sure. I'm offended by the White House Correspondents' Dinner. You know why, Gemma? Oh, my God. Why? I am offended. I am offended by it. Why? Did they not serve grass-fed beef? My fifis are hurt. Why? Why are your feelings hurt, They hurt my feelings. Why, they why never, are your feelings hurt, Josh, when they didn't even talk about you as an individual? That's true. You know, that's actually why I'm that's why I'm mad. I just think the biggest irony of it all is that all these people complain about political correctness and like people getting bum hurt over, you know, using terms that are inclusive and, and not derogatory mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. the minute somebody drops a serious truth bomb in their face about how much of a f- bunch of liars they are but then compliments their smoky eye all of a sudden it's like a big it's a big fucking deal I, yeah but i'm getting it, a i'm getting a telegram here from uh, the obvious from the obvious police they oh, come okay. into my room they give it yeah. to me uh, it just mm-hmm. it says all these people are fucking hypocrites. That's how you have to be a hypocrite to be a politician. You, mm. If you're this if you're this powerful and you can't handle getting made fun of, you're in the wrong line of business. You absolute spineless, bucket bound fucking assholes. Get it you out know, of my are face. They truly spineless if they have feelings. You know what I mean? Because like I feel like having a spine and plot. Lack of spine implies that you don't have feelings. But you have a spine. You have a coat. You have a, you have ethics. You understand that what you're yeah. doing is so okay. bad. This is a, a comedian whose job it is to do this. A, a comedian who you hired to do this. Who's also very funny. Very funny. We're big Michelle Wolf fans here yeah. at the podcast. We've actually seen her live, and she's amazing. She was great. She's very good. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders doesn't even have a tight 10 minutes. She can't do... I want to see her do some stand-up. Yeah, I'm no, sure it'll be garbage. No, she does a tight 10. She does a tight 10 every day at 3 o'clock at the press oh. briefing. <laughs> oh, Gamma. Wow, wow. High five. Wow, wow, wow. Very... Po- see, we can get political. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, are we getting political or are we just dropping the truth? We're dropping that's the what, truth. That's what this podcast is about. It's about the truth. We we can get political, Gabo. Okay, we do it all the time, you know. And we're and we are a educated enough to talk about it, b smart enough to talk about it, and c cool, cool. we we are politically experienced enough in the in the hemisphere of politics in the marketplace of ideas to talk mm-hmm. about it. And this is the perfect spot. I'm a free thinker, just like Kanye. God damn it! I could we <laughs> can we get one. Without Kanye become Kanye's specter fucking rattling his chains up around this podcast. I'm sorry, but before we introduce this podcast, I do want to call out that I just watched a very interesting TMZ video where this young black producer like basically laid into Kanye about how he's just being a a straight up fool and how hurtful his Uh words have been. Uh, and I just thought it was very well done. How um, dare Kanye make TMZ relevant to me? I, ref- I <laughs> how dare he make TMZ a thing I have to talk and know about again? TMZ I thought I was done great. when I was 19 years old. That was it. We didn't have to care about TMZ anymore. But no, now it's back because Kanye can't keep his free th- thought in his fucking head. You know, if you want to think dumb things, keep them inside. That's what I do. That's what everybody does, okay? Yeah. Listen, Kanye, I know you're doing this because it's it's it, either option is completely fucking bullshit. Either you're doing it because you're an absolute nutcase, 
or you're doing it to sell albums. Either way, I don't want any part of it. It's fucking advertising, which I detest, and I don't want to hear your stupid ideas, okay? I can, I'm allowed to fucking choose what I listen to and look at on the internet. At least I thought I was, but somehow every day Kanye says some dumb shit and I gotta hear about it. I'm fucking done, okay? Well, college dropout, I mean, great. Late registration, great. Graduation, great. My people did the Dark Toys of Fantasy, great. Yo, I even fucked with Yeezus, Gabo. I actually let a couple of those tracks, okay? But he's gonna talk about how Slayer's a choice. He can go and get fucked right off. I got Post Malone to listen to now, bud. Okay? You hear about this guy, Gabo? You hear about Post Malone, Gabo? Yeah, I've heard about Post Malone. He's the, he, he's the, he's the Malone after normal, regular Malone. He's, he's Post Malone. You know what I'm saying? But have you heard all, about... Toast Balone. <laughs> Listen, I like Post Malone. I don't care if he's a really weird, sort of strange goblin-looking sort of he is country kind of, kind of snap SoundCloud rap kind of fucking white dude. But. I think his songs are tight. I think his voice is good, and I like his new album. And well, you know what I really like about him, Gavin? You know what I let's really... Let's rest the case here. You know what the one thing about post, post Malone? Not pre-Malone, Gabo. Yeah, post Not Malone. Not regular old Malone. I'm talking about post Malone. Post it's like post, Malone, yeah. It's like post-modernism. You know, we got there yes. and now we're going, we're going past it. We're going mm-hmm. post it. You know what I like about post Malone, Gabo? He doesn't do say like? in any of his songs that racism and slavery was, is a choice. You know? That's he doesn't true. even He doesn't even talk about how... 400 years of slavery was a choice, you know? And I don't need to think about it while on the train when I'm trying to cover up my cold nips, okay? And I'm fucking pissed, and I'm chilly, and I want to start this podcast, Gal. Can we get into it, please? Well, please. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry for bringing it up, I guess. I'm sorry. Kanye, get out of my head! Um. So hello and welcome to the Tough Questions. I am Gabby Kaiser, your esteemed host... Uh, recording in Astoria, New York, and with me, as always, is, like, my handsome, intelligent partner and host, John Cena! (laughs) I don't know anything about wrestling, so... I thought maybe I like while I was doing that theme song, I could think of something funny to say about John Cena, but I actually don't know anything. You of- can't see him. Then he's the perfect person for a podcast because you don't you can't have see to him. see him. God damn it! <laughs> you, you actually you did it. Actually, you actually really hit the nail on the head. I'm making up for my lackluster performance last week. <laughs> you, he's perfect for this podcast. You can't see him. God, God damn it! <laughs> Yeah, I'm Joshua Ralph Didrickson. I'm recording from a messy room in Rockaway, New Jersey. Here's the thing about me, Gabby, that I've learned today is that I'm both old, uh-huh. where I, my back hurts, and I don't understand popular music, but also my room's a mess, and I, I just get stains all over myself like I'm a small boy. So I'm sort of well, the worst. I'm sort of the worst of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm being sort of a, 26. That's <laughs> great. I'm just sort of in the middle and kind of a schlubby toddler sort of, sort of like a like a sort of scenario. You know? You know what? It it can only go up from here, right? That's what everyone keeps on saying, but like. When does it go up? When does it go up, please? <laughs> I can only fall down forever, like please, for so please, long, right? I'm going to hit rock bottom eventually, right? Uh-huh. I yes. Uh, on this podcast, the tough questions, we like to we like to. It's our pleasure to take We like to do this. We to take the fuck Mary kills that you send us and we uh, pull them apart, categorize them and answer them in a scholarly precise and accurate manner or how about this one how about this, this thought experiment just real quick what? you see a hole in the ground do What's you put it? your dick in it maybe maybe you don't that's the kind of thought experiment that we're talking about here can i ask you, some questions about the hole yes yes <laughs> how yes. deep yes. is it <laughs> you don't you can't see the bottom Ooh, i don't think i put my dick in that hole are you sure because it looks it looks it yeah, also looks like maybe it's good what if there's a creature in there 
maybe, bite your dick right off. Maybe they're maybe they'd be cool with it. Bite my dick off? Maybe they'd be cool with it with that with a little a little Biting intruder. Biting my dick off? Well, they would be. I'm not, I'm not saying that they'd be cool. With, well, first of all, maybe, yeah, they're cool with butting your dick off. Maybe. But maybe they're kind of cool with the dick just sort of showing up uninvited, you know, like, ding dong, who is it? Oh, I, I'm you sorry. Caught me. You caught me just getting undressed. I'll leave the door open, though, a little, Nobody sorry, on purpose. just wants it to show up uninvited. I don't know, you have to go to the dick. I'm sorry. I'm going to speak for a lot of women and gay men out there and and trans people. Anybody who's come face to face with a penis. uh, I think we all know that we would rather go to it than have it show up in our face and then shove down our throats. Okay. 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 I'm just talking about a a regular old full blooded American hole in the ground. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about, you know, gender politics here. I'm talking to no one's around. It's the middle of the day. You're alone. There's a hole there. I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to be great. I'm just, uh, there I'm just it is. saying, is the risk worth the reward? Maybe because I don't have a dick, I don't understand this impulsive desire to stick it in things. Like, okay, well, there's an old adage, you know, a tale, it's an old, old saying, you know. From the fr- from the library from the of Alexander days. from the olden days, Gabo, <laughs> and it's um, uh, curiosity killed the cat, but also curiosity got maybe this this guy maybe got his dick sucked from a hole he put his dick into. I don't know. All I'm saying is, cur- don't get rid of curiosity. Uh, Go ahead and and use it. That's the whole quote. <laughs> That's the quote. And you, and you know who said that, Gabo? You know who, who it was who said, who said it? Pre-Malone. It was actually Eisenhower. Uh, so that's, he was a smart I should smart have known man. that. I was, a, I was an Eisenhower scholar in, in college. Oh, you were? You but, did you, but you didn't you didn't talk about how he used to, every Sunday night after dinner, he would go out for his quiet walk and he would walk to that hole behind his house and just, just, just get it. Well, just now get, I have a deeper yeah. understanding of what that quote is. You know who had know. a deeper understanding of that whole gamo? Dwight D. Eisenhower. Yes, you got it. Yes, he was a general, Gabo. He was why in charge of the army, and he was in charge of fucking that hole. Okay. Why don't Why don't we dive into our suggestions? <laughs> you this know week? who took a dive, Gabo? Oh my God, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower is dicking his special Sunday night Sunday night hole in the ground. Um. So. We would like to take this suggestion that was tweeted at us today from at Scotty Words. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you, Scotty. He, ask, he asks, uh, Mary Screw Kale, Bagel Donut Bialy. This is easy. I'm going to log oh, it down yeah? for you right now. Marry the bagel, fuck the donut, kill the Bialy, and we're, and we're there. We made it through. We got it. You Wait, don't sorry. Even... Run this. Wait, I zoned out a little bit. What did you just say? <laughs> Marry the bagel. Yeah, yeah. And fuck yep. the donut. Yep, a hundred percent. And kill and the Bialy. First of all, Bialy, not fuckable, no holes. <laughs> well, also, like I do why are they out, good? Like, why is a Bialy good? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I've never had a good Bialy. Of a Bialy. Because Bialis are actually quite good. They're like a garlicky bagel. You put a little butter but on it. But why there. can't you just get a garlic bagel? Because those it's are like, bad. No, they're not. The Bialy the is thing. is sort of like you know how like when a zebra, you know how like when a lion and a tiger do the sex to each other. Yeah, and you get a liger. You get a liger, right? Where it's yeah. like beautiful and mysterious, but it also can't, it can't do, it can't have babies. It's sort of a dead mm-hmm. end. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a, what a Bialy is. Like it's like it's like if an English muffin and a don and a bagel had like did like sweet sweet coitus to each other and then yeah. oh whoops i i spilled my garlic on it during the love making it's kind of like that but then also well they though, were using some garlic uh flavored sensual oils sure that's what I happened mean, there sure during the sex and what i like about them is that they're they're not as fluffy as a bagel but they're a, a lot fluffier than an english muffin which is kind of like a little crunchier when you toast it the bialy is in the sort of like chewy area which mm-hmm. i think is pretty great now in, uh, in any other fmk the bialy will be coming out doing fine but in this one when you got two titans two carbo load titans mm-hmm. 
It's just it's just a war of attrition against the Bialy. I'm sorry. Also, in The Sopranos, uh, Tony always gets a Bialy and a little coffee in one of those Greek cups, and I find that very nostalgic for some reason, even though it's not... You never lived that. I never that lived that. That was not that. your life. It wasn't me, but I... I have a question about Bialy's. Can you slice them in half? Yes. You just have one half that doesn't have a hole in it. We uh. have Bialy's at the house occasionally. Okay. That's right, folks. My family's rich enough... To get Bialis. That's right. We occasionally have breakfast together as a family. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Nowadays, it's just all go, go, go. Tweet, tweet, Snapchat, whatever. Get your Poke Bowl, whatever. At my house, it's about family values. You wake up, you have sex with your hole. <laughs> then you go you go into your, your kitchen, you drink your coffee, you have your Bialy. And then you go to the Bing Club, and you hang out with Polly Walnuts and Christopher and uh, another mobster from the Sopranos and Sal's Sal sure Sal's there Mm -hmm. and you find out from Polly Walnuts that the Bialy's been talking shit about the family (laughs) so you have no other choice but to shoot the Bialy in the street and and bury him in the Hudson you're breaking my heart Bialy you're breaking my heart I gotta bring you to the Pyberians and fucking shoot and you know what and when you sent Polly out to do the job he forgot his fucking shoes in the snowy woods and it was a whole disaster that's the best episode of the Sopranos you have a Pyberians 100% 100% Welcome to our new podcast, Good Episodes of Sopranos. It's a lot of them because they're pretty good. It's a good show. It's, it's a it. really good show. Honestly, that makes me want to start rewatching it like oh, right now. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't, oh, man, I can't oh, do it man. again. I, I feel like I do it almost every year. Me too. It's, it's a problem. I got to find new TV shows. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm on 100% agreement with you. Um, bagels, soft, fluffy, cream cheese, eggs, bacon, whatever. Bagels, perfect canvas for whatever you need. A bagel sandwich. Let's not get started on those. They're so delicious. And let's amazing. get started. I'd love to get started on one of those around lunchtime. Am I right, boys? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> um, and then, like, from a donut perspective, soft, fluffy has a whole glaze, so it's a little sweet. Um, perfect for foreplay. Wow. Um, what? Why? <laughs> Why is it for foreplay? Because you yeah. could like lick it. You could lick like, any of these. They're all I, food. You yeah, can but lick licking, a, licking a bagel isn't as sensual as What if it's a salt that. bagel? Gabo? Who eats those? My brother. Ew, what a fucking weirdo. One time I asked for an assault bagel at the uh, at the diner and they and they gave me a uh, they gave me a bagel with a gun in it. <laughs> get it? Get it boys? An assault an assault bagel. But um bum. All right. I think we've debated this at at nauseum. Oh, I'm uh, certainly nauseum after I eat my yeah. bagel and my bialy and my donut. What kind of donut, Gamo? Um, I think I mean like honestly like wouldn't it be great if it's jelly filled then you get the satisfaction of the jelly release at the end you know what I mean and then it all like kind of mixes together like a whole I actually, um, got, I actually am not call sure. me by your name scene you know what yes, I mean the, like, the, the the duo the duo mm-hmm. poop the double poop we can get into that I guess yeah. but let me just real quick just just make have an opinion about jelly donuts that first not- bite where it's like seventy percent jelly. Thirty percent donut is a is not great. It's a problem. I don't need that much. Hey, excuse me, big donut. I know you love to listen to our podcast because you you want to be in on what the cool kids are talking about nowadays. It turns out it's mostly how much we hate Kanye and whole fucking. But could you not just j- dump seventy eight cc's of fucking jelly into a fucking donut for just so I can like take one bite and it's just it's just so. Gooey, it's like you're like you're like to Josh. Imagine. I feel like you need who. There are so many big donut people out there. Oh yeah, like, like who? Go. How are you going to control this monstrosity? Like everybody has a different je- jelly donut technique. Maybe you've just never had a good, well balanced well, jelly donut. The way I like to eat donuts is with my mouth, and I like to take a bite. I like to bite them. <laughs> And when I do it with a jelly donut, I get a big gooey mouthful of jelly, and the balance is not there. You know, like when you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, talking, and you go but Josh, too crazy. What we're talking about is sticking your dick into the jelly donut, ejaculating into the jelly donut, and then having some other person, preferably your bagel husband or wife, uh, eat that jelly donut with your seed. My bagel in there. is in 
is in the sex. Well, I'm just going for the call me by your name reference. Oh, got it, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Because like I would it. imagine you wouldn't eat your own semen jelly donut. Well, in this in, in this scenario, is the jelly donut the butt? Um, Gabo, is it the butt? Sh- yeah. Gabo, are you talking about shooting it, shooting, shooting into the butt, Gabo? Sh- yeah. Uh, 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 for the sake of this exercise, yes. You are. You are. You're mm-hmm. saying you're thinking about that. Well, when I take a big bite of a juicy butt, I don't want jelly. I want a good balance of butt and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm. I'm. I'm calling it after this. I need at least a 60-40 butt to jelly ratio, Gabo. And that's that's fucking Why not 50-50? Cuz you know I still want that jelly. You want less jelly though. Yeah, a little than less. Than 50-50. Okay, 60-40. Well, no, 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 no. I still want 60% jelly. Don't get me Don't get me crazy here. If I didn't want any 50. jelly, I wouldn't go for a jelly donut. No, so wait, you want 60% butt or 60% jelly? <laughs> I need to understand this ratio, Josh. I've, <laughs> I'm getting podcast, confused. This podcast is 60% butt. <laughs> and also 60% jelly. <laughs> that doesn't add up to 100. Gabba, sometimes the best things in life don't add up. You know, like how, like, like how why we're still doing this podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some things just don't add up. They don't make sense. Oh. You know, I, I think it's mostly because we have a lot of pride and we refuse to quit <laughs> it could be that that's for sure or right. I, I like talking about fucking donuts every week um all right i think i'm gonna say ding 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 here all right is that good is that appropriate thank you, scott. okay cool You're thank you scott worst. uh i think you get to pick one now oh <laughs> well we'll just go for it um fuck mary kill toucan sam Buzz the Cheerios Bee or Sunny the Cocoa Puffs Bird. Now, are, is is it Sunny pre Cocoa Puffs or post post Cocoa Puffs? Because I don't know if you know oh, about him. He gets he crazy. Is, he, after well, okay, he see, he doesn't get crazy, guy. He goes he goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's kind of like a big part of his brand. Okay. Well, I mean, like, shouldn't you love Co- Sunny pre and post Cocoa Puff? Exposure, you know what I mean. Like, if you're gonna love him at your pre Cocoa Puffs, you gotta love him at his post. I don't even Puffs. fucking recognize you anymore. At first, it was just a couple of times for fun, but now you gotta get cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs just to go to work. You, you, <laughs> you sicken me. You sicken me, son. You can't even get hard without going cuckoo on those Cocoa Puffs. You fucking monster. I just want you to fuck me like you used to, Sonny the Cocoa Puffs bird. Is that what he's called? Is that what he is? Just a bird? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> what? What? You lost it, babe. <laughs> oh, he's a he's um, a cuckoo. He's a cuckoo bird. He's a cuckoo bird. I oh, think. Oh, that's of technically course. because of, of the is. cocoa puffs. Cuckoo for cocoa puffs. It's a it's a play on thing. I added where they're from because I didn't know if Sunny was going to be recognizable enough. No, no. Anyways, uh, and that's why I also added the Cheerio B factor. I think the most exciting thing about this is like they all fly. I think this is my hot take on this, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think you marry Toucan Sam, you kill Buzz, and you fuck Sunny because of the following. Toucan Sam is like a very dignified British explorer toucan, and he lives in the tropics, so the weather's is really any, good. Is any of that true, Gabba? Because all I know is that yeah. he gets kids lost in various dungeons and, and then, labyrinths. And then you and then, have to use your nose and your brain to get out of there. He's training them to be resourceful. I remember a fucking a fucking commercial where the kids are fucking, like, they're marooned in a boat and they're, like, lost at sea. And they're, like, thinking about, like, eating each other. And it's getting dark, okay? It's getting fucking dark. And then the fucking Toucan sh- Sam shows up and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, my God, yes, we're saved. Toucan Sam, just call for help. Use your cell phone to call for help. And he goes... Uh, sorry, kids. Follow your nose, I guess, fuckers. Uh, bye. 
I gotta hang out in my trailer. He just fucking we just just flies away like a fucking dick, just leaving him to fucking die. And okay, you can follow the little sort of colorful gas that like cartoons wants to want to make us think that what smells are. You know that kind of like weird sort of steam. That's that's apparently what smells look like in cartoon the cartoon world. Like there's one of those. But how long could that fucking like how long could that like hang around on the open ocean, okay? And hey, uh, Earth to fucking uh, Sam, they don't have any oars, you fuck. So maybe you can fucking help these kids, to to can if that is your real name, you fucking little bitch. I hate him. I hate him. Okay. I hate him. I hate him. Really I hate him. Intense. I hate him. I hate him. The kid, the guy, he <laughs> he he leaves and leads. Kids to their deaths. I don't necessarily agree with that. These kids are volunteering to be fruit explorers. Oh, so I'm I sorry, Gabo. More like fruit child soldiers. More like two can son of Sam. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking count it. <laughs> Got it. Oh God. Oh. Well, son of Sam. No, two can son of Sam doesn't really make sense because son of Sam just like murdered a bunch of women in their cars. All I'm saying is we don't Burnett. know when Toucan Sam goes home, we don't know what he does. It's possible that he's a psychosexual thr- thrill killer. You know what I'm saying? We have no idea. It's possible. This is let me just real quick sort of sort of fuse our sort of twisted spin comedy, mm-hmm. sort of a alternative sort of underground sort of free radical sort of comedy style. Let me just real quick just sort of fuse it into the mainstream real quick. Now, follow me here. What if Toucan Sam was the Golden State Killer? We know he's not, though. Let's put the pieces together, Gabo. Piece Let's number one. Let's think of another. Piece okay, number one. Fine. Piece number one. Everyone knows that the one piece of evidence no one can explain, that there's bowls of cereal, of bowls of sweet, delicious, like, fruity pep, whatever the, what the fuck are they? Fruit, <laughs> fruit Loops. loops. There's, there's, a, there's a one bowl of Fruit Loops at every crime scene. And everyone thought it was sort of just like a coincidence, but that that could I'm saying if we dare to sort of consider it, right? If we sort of mm-hmm. look past the fucking veil that the that the main the lamestream media has fucking put on us, if we look past it, maybe we can catch a glimpse of the truth, Gabo, and that's that Toucan Sam did the bad crimes and he did it while following his nose. And eating terrible cereal. And I think if we mention the Golden State Killer a lot in the episode, maybe we'll get some traffic. I am hoping so. Let's just use that in the hashtag just for this episode. We will. We will do it. Just it's fine. Because it. we do talk about him. Yeah. Uh, he's a monster. There's some um, real analysis there. And I mean, I feel like I kind of put forward my own theory, you know? Because yeah, I have this. I, one thing I think we want to we make sure that we make clear here is that I've got. Uh, is the same amount of credentials as all these other true crime podcast people, right? Mm-hmm. Me, old young boy, Joshua Ralph Didrikson. I've got the same amount. And if I say got Toucan it. Sam did the bad rapes, it's an opinion. It's, you gotta, it's possible. You gotta, don't, possible. Don't, don't hinder my free thought on this issue, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to hinder your free thought on the issue, Josh. Thank you. But I'm sticking by my opinion because I don't think he's as reckless as you're making him out to seem. Because these Follow kids are willingly nose. going to explore these surroundings. The depths of depravity. They know what they're getting into as adventure explorers. Like, you know, that's just part of the life. I don't know. And just like I know that that's part of my life living in the jungle with the toucan. You know what I mean? All he eats is Fruit Loops. All some nights, I just want a fucking steak dinner. But all I eat for fucking dinner now is fucking. Fruit Loops. Well, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe he These shouldn't. are the compromises we make. Are you going to marry us. this fucker? Is that what you're going to get? This fucking rapist and murderer? These are the compromises we make for love. That's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do well, that. Well, what? I'm going to marry Buzz, the little pipsqueak Cheerio bee <laughs> that does nothing besides yeah, smell fucking you- <laughs> daisies and, and, and sits in the barn and like counts hay bales? Like, Is that what no? bees do, Do you know what bees are? <laughs> Does it matter? Do they Does it even mails? matter? What? Does it matter? We, but we see. But Does the it thing though about Buzz is that he's got that big honey stick. What is that called? Is there a name for that thing where it's like a wand a that you dip. put? It's called a honey dip. 
First of all, I cannot get a honey dip too. I, I, he's not special because he has a honey dip. He is. I mean, I don't even know what it was. But you know what's also special about Buzz is what's, that is that he um, he can fuck. I mean, Toucan Sam can fuck too. All of them can fuck. That's he has a twisted bird dick. If he if he fucks. If Buzz the Bee fucks, he dies because he's going to use his like little stinger. And I also listened to a lot of information about bees today why, on the Jonathan Ben Nats Getting Curious podcast. It was very informative. Great. You want to know one thing that I bet that fucking hoity-toity ivory tower fucking bee podcast didn't t- tell you about, Gabo? The precedent I'm about to cite right now. Excuse me, Judge. I want to mm-hmm. I wanna point to Exhibit A, Bee Movie. Okay, mm-hmm. where the bee, everyone's favorite Jerry Seinfeld voices the bee. I, Gabo. you know what? I'm this a was bee. a mistake. <laughs> this I'm was a, a mistake. We can't do Jerry. We've been through this one, two. I'm this was a, a mistake. Bee. I knew you were gonna bring up the bee movie. <laughs> but he fucks that woman in the in the movie. He does. He does not fuck her, her because it's yes, a, a child does. movie. Gabo, they you do not you have do to... sex to each other. Gabo, that is not what what's happens. What's the one thing we've learned on this podcast? Is that how you gotta... can a bee pleasure a woman? <laughs> Gabo, there's plenty of how ways. How can a bee pleasure a woman? <laughs> it is impossible. What? Is it going to get up there and stinger clitoris with his his stinger and then what, die? It's, a, I, it's, a, it's the wings, Gabby. You got to use the wings. There's no way that those Listen, wings are su- surviving a wet I've vagina. Some girls, I'm just saying. I've seen some girls. They walk. They hear a beehive. They just hear. It, they start getting all. They start getting. You know, they start wet. getting all wet, yeah, all wet. Yeah, they start getting real, real they get, revved start up. Start getting sticky, cause, yeah, cause, you know, yeah, honey. You put a little honey on there. All of a sudden, you got a, sort of a sort of a uh, a wicker man scenario, right? Oh no, oh, this is horrifying. Oh yeah, but that's but the but the bees love it. The bees right. love hot pussy. That's one thing you gotta know about bees if you want to sort of hang out in the bee in the bee community, Gabo. I'm a big I'm a sort of a big player in the bee community right now. I'm what's known as a bee daddy. Oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> what's a bee daddy, Josh? I'm what's known as in the bee the bee community as a bee as a bee daddy. That's mm-hmm. what I am and. That's when, you know, you have a big hive and girls come to the hive and, you, and they, you know, and you sort of dole out the bees and you let them sort of do it, do what they do. Have you ever seen the um, cartoon where they show how like bees dance to communicate with each other? You ever seen that? No. Well, that's a fact. That's factual. Unlike most things in this the podcast. Is, this this, this the bees, part has to get the cut bees, up. The bees dance. Yeah, they dance. Okay. And what's dance but the language of love? You know what I'm saying? So, ooh, you got it. You're in a dark room and you hear that buzzing, that bzzz. All of a sudden, thousands and thousands of bees coming out. Thousands what of bees doing? coming out just landed on you. And what do they start doing? They just start fucking dancing, Gavin. Oh, it's a it's a it's a complex dance of many legs and feelers and those little chompy bits they have on the front. Listen, I don't know, man. Different strokes for different folks, but I feel like that's pretty sexual, sex, sex, sexual, and that's why I'm the America's number one bee daddy. Got it. So, like, what 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 are you doing with Sunny then? Are you gonna marry Sunny or marry the bee? Oh boy, this is a tough one because I don't like any of them. I feel like you're gonna. I think you're gonna have to marry Buzz and and kill Sunny or uh, fuck Sunny based on your your previous, you know, explanations. Well, I am America's number one bee daddy, so I feel like that's probably where I gotta marry it. And listen, when you're in that kind of like sexual scene, sometimes you want to marry outside of that scene, right? So yeah, of course. For me. You know, all my other millions of B partners, we're just there for a good time. But between me and Buzz, there's a real connection. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a real. Con- we were out on on vacation in Sicily, and I, I I was I was sketching him in my notebook while he was lazily eating pastries in the nude. And I said, 
this is real. You know, you don't get this. You don't you don't get this kind of connection. You know, every every time. You know, this is a once in a lifetime kind of love. Okay, and I don't even know that we met in maybe not the, in the sketchiest of circumstances. I feel like we could really. I feel like we could really build something together. Me, Joshua, Ralph Dittrich said America's number one B daddy, and you, Buzz, the serial B from the TV. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you, baby. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. I'd fuck Sonny. One wild night out, just pouring bowls. We got bowls and bowls of this Cocoa Puffs, motherfuckers. Blam, blam, blam. And what's that? Yo, my I, my friend got the plug for some Reese's Puffs. So we're going to get chocolate and peanut butter up with this, up with this bitch. <laughs> what's happening? Go, what is happening? Oh, oh. Did anybody have that Rocky theme song play in their elementary school gym while they had to run around? Like Every time I hear the Rocky theme song, I just think about running around Lester D. Wilson Elementary School and just running in circles in the elementary school gym. Anyways, but this segment is called Who Would Win in a Fight? And it's new. And you know what? With today's celebrity feuds coming in and out every day, we're getting bombarded. Um, There's a lot of tiffs going on right now. A lot of competition to be the top dog. Um, And and I think it's important that we uh, spend some time and really hash out uh, who would win in a fight in a very physical way? I'm talking one-on-one boxing match style fighting. Right. No right. knives, no guns, nothing but your fists and yeah. the ring. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I think it's important to point out the difference between this segment and the normal FMK style thing we do. We it, usually it's more pie in the sky, more conceptual. All right, no, and who would win in a fight? It's about the, the grit. The physical, the physical fucking mm-hmm. pieces of the sweet science. Yes. Okay. So, Absolutely. Gabo, who is in that, the ring? That said, uh, these are completely made up boxing matches. These are not real fighters. These are just real people. Right. Um. So, up in the right. ring first, we've got in the left-hand corner, weighing a whopping 230 pounds at six foot one and a half, Sean Hannity. Ham. Everyone yells, everyone yells ham for him, not yay, because he's a ham. He's a big ham shaped boy. Go on, Gamo. And in the right hand corner of the ring, standing at a whopping five foot 11 and 210 pounds, we have CNN host Jake Tapper. Aww. Aww. No one says yay for him. They just go, aw, he's (laughs) such a little cutie pie. He's a little cute boy. I give him a little kiss on the cheek. Good luck, Jake. Good luck, Jakey, baby. Mm, Love you. You little sweet boy. I just want to get his cheek. I just want to get his little cheeks going. I just get his little cheeks going. So, with that said, who's throwing the first punch? I think in Hannity gets the first one. Sean sure. Hannity goes ahead and opens up some Alex Jones, like yeah. weird, gross, like uh, powders and shit, like mm-hmm. the bone powder and the tactical yes. bath powder. He puts those in a big old glass of a. Uh, Fucking pineapple vodka, because that's what he drinks. By the way, we should we just go into that real quick. There's a tweet on Twitter. I assume it could be somewhere else. I really don't know. Is that what the he drinks? Works. He doesn't like whiskey or beer. He likes vodka with pineapple juice. Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Yes, the ham man himself. The big slab of fucking meat that Sean Hannity is. No whiskey for this guy. I thought he was, I could have sworn he was existing on a fucking whiskey and cigar diet only. Just like all these fucking chuds do. Well, that's how he's managed to stay alive so long. (laughs) By avoiding that. I was really close on his height. He's six foot tall. Wow. By the way. He looks like if a door was a person. Like just big and flat and fucking. Google calls him an American author, which is like he's so much more than that. You know what I mean? He's an absolute fucking. He's a, he's a chud. He's a big fucking chud. He looks like a ham, and I hate his face. That being said, what I really don't like about him is how he fucking what he drinks. You got he can't 
You can't do pineapple vodka pineapple. Vodka, that's that's how pineapple you, vodka is like. What does he have? Does he bond with those with his twenty-two-year-old exactly. daughter? Exactly. Does he have to go to a sorority and do a fucking sorority mixer with the chai kappa betas afterwards? Yeah, or I'll some have shit? the I'll have the Zeta special. What the <laughs> like, what the fuck, fuck? Sean Hannity? And listen, it's embarrassing. And, and listen, maybe this is a clue though. Mm-hmm. Onto his like third period weakness. I, yeah. Somebody whips out a, a pot a vodka pineapple after he's gotten a good sucker punch from Jake, and uh, you know maybe he's donezo after that. It's possible. I, I was don't think, know. I was thinking. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, Jake. Jake's a trickster. He's a jokester. Okay, that's for mm-hmm. sure. The man loves oh, a yeah. good a good yuck, a good yuck fest for sure. Okay, so I'm sure he's got a, a bunch of traps and pranks and japes to play on Sean Hannity because he loves to just you know just you know just flirt with sort of a jokey sort of a fun com- yeah. comedy sort of side when he does the news. I love that about Jake. Okay, yes. I don't think it's kind of, I don't think it's self-serving, lame, and not funny at all, at all. I think it's great. Um, what I do think, though, about Sean, and just to keep going back to his drinking mm-hmm. habits again, maybe he's not human. Maybe he's oh, been he's sent, a reptile. He's maybe, a reptilian. He, maybe he's been sent by the reptilians to sort of infiltrate Whoa, the housing yeah, market like or some shit. Yeah, like a disinformation agency, a disinfo for the agent Glass. for sure from the yeah. Black Hand Society and the Masons and the Jesuits, Gabba, and the Illuminati. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay? All of this makes so much sense. But how does this impact his boxing strategy? Well, when because like to me, I think when it comes down to it, like that makes him also a little bit distracted in the ring, and Jake is just going for the punches like well, he's very direct and right. also for the record i would like to state jake tapper is actually six one so well, I he's did, a big boy i i got him a little short i got thought he was gonna be like a 5 11 5 10 type but he's just sort of guessing what there is kind I of fun. really i really was guessing it but i do want to make sure for the sake of accuracy that i do correct that thank you Gemma. anyways that's one thing that we care about here at ttq is accuracy. That's really important. To, to all We're of our out here fans, finding the truth. We, we are. are out here. Speaking we are of the truth, truth agents. So if there's one thing that I know about reptilians is that they're afraid of fire. And that's good for Jake because he's packed in his sort of utility belt, right? A sort of a pack. fun, sort of a fun. So it's sort of, it's sort of a, a big belt full of jokes and, and pranks and a little, to- little, little fun home alone style fun traps, you know, but what he's yeah. got is he's got some of those little poppers, you know, the ones, you know, the ones yeah, that you the give to kids. Yeah, well, he takes a, he's got a couple of those. So whenever Sean Hannity gets too close, you can just go, pow, and just get him, pow, and just get him real quick. And he goes, yeah. ah, no, ah, no, I don't, I don't like the fire. Ah, like fire, fire bad. Hannity doesn't like fire. If there's one thing I know about Sean Hannity, though, I think that there's one thing we should make clear is that, mm-hmm. um, well, really it's two things, but one thing I want to make sure that I mention in this segment is that Sean Hannity has that, that like, sort of older, rich, white person Frankenstein mm-hmm. walk where he's, like, yes. he's got those, those like, big, he's stupid legs his, and those he's big... He's not quick on his feet. He's got those, like, Frankenstein shoes, those, like, yeah. big black... From from the male shoes, you know, like you get because mm-hmm. you can't wear normal shoes anymore because your claws keep on ripping up, ripping them up. You can't wear Nike flexes anymore because they just rip them right up. So you got to wear like big Frankenstein shoes. He's for sure got those on. So we got to be careful about that. That being yeah. said, if he is a reptilian. So he also does have a ceremonial dagger given to him mm-hmm. by the elder council. Of yeah, but fucking, he, can't use of the, he can't use the weapon. Well, there's one thing that we, we, we haven't considered, and that's his natural claws. Oh, yes. That he can use. Those are fair. Um, the other thing that I would like to bring up about Sean Hannity is that he's fiercely loyal. He's actually blinded by his loyalties. So I think mm. when it comes down to it, that gives him a little bit of an edge over Jake Tapper just because he's yes. going to be fighting for a stupid cause. Well, you know one thing I mean? we also should remember, though, about Sean Hannity, and this might, this might actually work in Jake Tapper's favor, is that he's also yeah. blind. He's 100% blind. And he operates only on smell. Only on yes. smell. So that's why his nose is so big and terrible 
looking at his nostrils which are like are like two giant pepperonis on the, on the front of his face but also it's how he's that's how he's that's why he looks the way he does he can't he can't see himself because I, I can I'm convinced that no human person would want to look like the giant ham slab that fucking Sean Hannity looks like and then the thing that I think works the most in favor for uh, Jake Tapper here uh, is you know this constant look of disapproval you just like know he's ashamed of you and like Mm -hmm. I think that deep down the reptilians really take a lot of pride in themselves and therefore Sean Hannity does and when he gets that look of disappointment it's just like when your mom looks at you after you stumble into the house at 3.30 in the morning she was worried sick about you and she just goes I'm disappointed Jake Tapper is like two dads and a principal all together all okay. together, all in one. There's a lot of confusing is, feelings. Jake Tapper's look is like when your mom's screaming at you and your dad's been quiet the whole time, and then your dad mm-hmm. yells at you because he, he never yells. But you really you really stepped in it this time, mister, and he's yelling at you, and that's what Jake Tapper is just his gaze, his gaze is like. Okay, it's fucking it's it's hard it's horrible. Okay, it cuts to the soul of a man. Now, what is worrying though is that Sean Hannity has no conscience, and because he's blind. He couldn't even he couldn't even see Jake Tapper's gaze. You know what I'm saying? So it's really it's really a real a real 50-50 sort of throw it anyone's game. You know, that's pretty exciting. I'm on the edge of my seat, Gavin. My is my seat is wet. Honestly, from my like, wet I feel like we might need to throw this one out. I I mean, like part of me wants to give it to Hannity from a size perspective, but I feel like Tapper is going to be quicker on his feet. He's going to throw in some quick jabs and eventually wear the poor bugger down. There's only right. so. Well, many years of that scotch and Correct. cigar habit that's gonna keep up with you well he doesn't do that though Gabba. he does the, the vodka oh pineapple. the pineapple vodka pineapple which i uh, mean again does he not already have a headache just thinking about that <laughs> it's really true but the thing that we really are forgetting is that at any moment jay tabber could put down a roller skate sort of near where just one old-timey <laughs> roller skate you know next to where sean handy is and sean handy can step on it in sort of a blind rage and just go oh whoa 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 and just sort of just careen out of the of the stadium. So that I might mean, sort of be the the wind condition for this one. You know what I'm saying? But we all know that Jake Tapper's best trick is when he stuck the whoopee cushion in the corner seat for Hannity and he was be- getting interviewed by ESPN and he let out a big stinky <laughs> fart. Who put this fart bag where I'm sitting? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Hannity calls whoopee cushions fart bags, by the way. That's factual. I mean, that's what they are. Just he calls them fart bags because he, he comes prepackaged. What is with this CNN providing fake farts and fake news? The real question is who puts the farts in there? Hmm, I don't get it. Can't explain that. I don't know. I I know who it is. I think it's the uh, the George Soros. <gasps> oh oh, Gabo. <gasps> <laughs> Fucking Illuminati. I mean. New World Order. I don't know. It's very confusing. I don't know. It's all of it's very confusing. I can barely keep all my conspiracy theorists straight. Yeah, it's almost like they're just it's just complete nonsense. It feels like there's a new one every day. It's nuts. Yeah. 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 So Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of complete nonsense, um Mm -hmm. Sean Hannity, everything he says sucks. Uh, we had a good... Hi, I'm Josh from the podcast you're listening to right now. We had we had a lot of fun. Talk about Sean Hannity today. Excuse me. We had a lot of fun talking about Sean Hannity today. And it may even seem like we think he's kind of cute and, and harmless. He's not. We don't. He's an absolute. He, he's, he's a an disinformation absolute, agent. He's and terrible. He's propagandizing. His, yeah. His you know, show is. America. He's not a journalist. His show is, is barely no. facts at all. Google doesn't even call him a journalist. He's, he's incredibly, an American he's author. He's incredibly rich, and he's been buying up real estate for the past 10 years. He's very, very rich, one of the richest people at Fox News, and uh, he hates poor people all, and black people, so uh, we don't like him. He's been buying housing with funding from the Department of Housing and Urban Development, which it's like it can't even be his like property. How does he not have the... Why is he buying property that he can't afford and robbing properties away from like people who act? I, I am not going on this rant right now. I'm it not makes doing his dick it. I'm wiggle. Sorry. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Right. I mean, I want. I'm rooting for Jake Tapper. I hope he knocks him the fuck out. So, well, I'm while the sort of the 
while the game is going, um, mm-hmm. I'm sort of mixing up some tar and some concrete. I'm just going to try and patch the asphalt outside the arena real, while the game's going real quick so we get like a nice clean seal before everybody comes out. Um, just because I think that the the the, uh, the parking lot like the, could use a little work, and I already have the materials, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do that real quick while it's going on, right? So I I'll get my big bucket and I'll fill a bucket full of like you know tar, and then I'll also have that load of sort of stuff we're gonna give to the uh, the goodwill. It's full of like pillows and stuff, that kind of thing, and then oh, what's happening? Oh. It's Sean Hannity, and he's he's gonna roll. He's on our, our roller skate. Oh, here he comes! Wham! All oh, the pillows! Wham! Oh, he's inside the, the tar! Oh no! What happened? He looks like a big chicken, Gabo. Oh, we got him! Oh, oh we yeah. got him! We got him in sort of a weird, fun Scooby Doo style comeuppance. We got him! Way to go! And then we whip Jake. off his mask, or and it turns out that he's it, actually Bill O'Reilly. Oh, he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these meddling journalists. Fuck you, Bill O'Reilly. You fucking has been. (laughs) Oh man, he's the I'm. He's the worst. You have my danders up, Gabo. And just the thought of Jake Tapper putting down that one little roller skate is keeping me is is keeping (laughs) me from going nuts right now. That and my that and my appointment with the hole I have later. I'm gonna I sort thought, of go. I'm sorry for elevating your dander. I thought we were gonna make it through one episode without doing that, but it looks like we <laughs> My can't. My dander's up every episode now. Now yeah. What's that all about? Do you want? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to wrap it up now? We've had a healthy discussion today, for sure. We did. We absolutely um, did. So thanks for listening. Uh, this has you. been the tough questions. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter at TTQ underscore podcast. Um, of course, please send us emails with questions, comments, concerns uh, to TTQ podcast at gmail.com. Um, as always, we're begging you to follow us on SoundCloud please. and iTunes. And if you're going to follow us... If you could just pretty, pretty, please leave a little bit of a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We're cute. We're, the, we're cute little babies, and we need the money to buy. What do babies like? Ba- baby pot? wants they to like, buy a roller like skate to brownies? trip Sean Hannity. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so at the end of the podcast... Because we talked nonsense for so long, we like. I thought we talked about some smart shit today. Normally, it's a bunch Usually of garbage, but we worse actually were pretty educated. Should, we, comparatively, this is comparatively. us at our fucking at our best right here. So we're peak right now. We're, we're peaking. Peak, we're doing it. We're peak. peak I'm podcast. peaking. I'm gonna. <laughs> we like to leave you with a fun fact. The end of the episode, just sort of, just sort of cleanse the palate, give you something to walk away on, a little fun, something to sort of chew, chew on, you know. Intellectually, of course. Um, so, is it my go? Yeah, pick a, pick that fun fact. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Frederick Bauer was the man who invented the iconic Pringles can. When he died, his ashes were buried in one. Well, that, <laughs> that is fun. Sweet. That is kind of sweet. When I die, I want my ashes uh, buried in one of those little uh, those those little um, plastic button bags that you put like a little bit of shitty weed you buy in college in. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's that's my Aren't dream. Aren't you gonna have a lot more ashes than would fit in there? What are you trying to say, Gabo? Huh? I'm just saying. What are you like, trying to say? That my, I, I, I'll produce my dead corpse. Will produce a lot of a, a, a larger just, amount of ash than normal. Guy, is just, that what you're trying I'm to say? Just, no, it would. Is that produce, what you're trying to say? Because that's would, fucking. That's bull. That's bullshit. Okay? I think it would produce the same normal amount that any other human body I'll would. Be, I'm just you know, saying. I'm out of here. I'll be by one bag. I will be by that my whole. Thank you very much. I'll be by my.